Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning. Welcome in to the Power Hour. It is Monday, May 1st. It's Chris Logan, your host. What happens in the Power Hour? Well, we go in about what's trending, what's happening, headlines for the day. It could be local, it could be statewide, it could be national, it could be worldwide, could be festival, international. I mean, it could be, it could be all sorts of stuff. We got a lot to get to this morning. Got to say thanks to Motor City for powering the morning show and the power hour. Motor City is at 1111 North University in Lafayette. MotorCityLA.com is where you can find them online. If you can't make it to the dealership, which is easy to get to right off the interstate, you can go to their website. And they have all the information that you need there, pictures, information. You can follow them on social media as well. Headlines for today. Let's see what we're let's see what we're looking into. Gonna look in a festival and a viral photo. <laughs> Gonna talk a little bit about cracking jokes. A couple local headlines. One has to do with the shooting, the other has to do with a new Baskin Robbins opening up. Oh, and the other has to do with the STM teacher. I think we talked about that last Thursday or Friday. Also, this question, would you rather live in the country or would you rather live in the city? Talk about being embarrassed. Got a few or maybe one or two sports headlines this morning, one being the Saints. If you're a Saints fan, maybe you have another favorite team in the NFL, how did you feel their draft went? Celebrities who look like they smell bad? That's I didn't put together that list. I just saw it this morning. Was Spirit Airlines caught taping a plane back together? Supposedly, they do it all the time. But, dude, I would still, I would be very nervous if I saw some sort of roll of tape come out while I was sitting on the plane looking out ready for takeoff. Then there's some dude taping the wing together. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Yes, sir. Could you let me off the plane, please? Oh, we're about to, about to leave, sir. No, no, no. No, no, no. Keep the money. Keep the ticket. I'm off. Because if you're on Spirit, well, that costs like $35. Uh, also got a dumb criminal story. Of course, we got many of those to, to talk about in our Power Hour every day. But, but today we just have one. What are we going to start with this morning? Well, let's start with Festival International. Did you festival this weekend? Did you go and see Lauren Daigle on Thursday night? A lot of people did. Well, there's another big popular band. Oh, the Whalers. Oh, and by the way, too, we are live on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. If you want to watch the Facebook Live, the streaming video, you can of me inside the Chris Logan Media Studio. You can also comment. And from time to time, I read some of those comments. So just uh, a heads up. Brent, what's up, man? Good morning, Blake. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Blake. Yes, I I did get my shirt, and I had a dude. Uh, Blake sent me an LSU T-shirt, my, my first one ever. I got it last week. I don't know if you were watching. That was last Thursday or Friday I showed it. But thank you, Blake, for that. Blake's trying to turn me into an LSU fan. But who else? Some of the big headlines from Festival. Whalers, that's always a band that everyone enjoys seeing. I think they did a special show after at, at the Grouse Room. But also, there was another photo going viral. And I shared it on our, our Planet Radio Facebook page. 
I, I didn't post it. I didn't see it. I just shared it from user Patrick Painter. Uh, if you're watching this morning, it's this photo here. Uh, there's a green hedge wall. Looks like a male standing, a female in a chair. They're very close to the green hedge wall. Probably can't say much more about it uh, on, on the radio, but you may have seen that viral video. Someone was having a fun time at festival. I want to know who Patrick Painter is. He looks like a cool guy. Yeah, you got the hat. Yeah, you got the, the vintage button-down T-shirt. You got a mustache. Looks like he got a mullet. And he caught, I'll just say, this couple in action. I, I think it was at the, the beer garden, maybe. That's, that's what I saw on a few comments. I'm not sure exactly where this uh, extracurricular activity went down at festival. But it's festival, you know. Um, it's, it's, it, it's festival. And so another, you know, picture going around of actually just the chair, you know, where the action happened the night before. But I was like, dude, what is, what's, what's happening? You're just gonna, you're gonna go for it. Like, like right there, like in front of people. It's gonna have you a, a nice little fun time. You and I, I don't know if, you know, this, this couple, if they were together, if it was just a one day, one night thing, you know, maybe, maybe they met just passing, passing each other on the street. They had some, some kind of attraction. You know, maybe they saw some band from Zimbabwe or something at Festival International and they just hit it off. Hey, let's go, let's go by the hedge wall. See, they have a chair over there. Just, just me and you. They didn't know Patrick Painter was getting a picture. They didn't know he was coming in with a selfie and they were going to go viral. Dude got a North Face jacket on. Um, I'd say tidy whities but you know, they're kind of boxer briefs, but, but, but tight. And, um, you know, whoever the person is in the chair, they, they still have their pants on. But I was like, wow. Happy festival. What about this? Is it okay to make jokes about serious subjects? Ooh, maybe I should have read this first. <laughs> but serious subjects like climate change, right? If you believe in that. The answer to that is yes. Turns out that being able to laugh at something helps us understand it more and inspires us to take action. Should everybody learn how to do that these days? But I, I guess it is okay to make jokes about climate change and, and other serious topics. I mean, I, I don't have a carbon footprint because I, I drive everywhere. This is also trending locally. This is the top trending story on KLFY.com. Looks like this happened on Saturday just before 3 a.m. I guess it would be Sunday morning just before 3 a.m., Life hit police responded to a shots fired call near the intersection of West Congress and University. Cool. Corey, that's a good one. I like that comment. Thank you. For those that maybe just kind of uh, coming into the live, talking about that photo right there. There you go. I'll leave it up for a little while. When officers arrived, there were five passengers with gunshot wounds in a vehicle. One victim died from their injuries. 
The other four in stable condition at a local hospital. A sixth victim arrived at a hospital later in a private vehicle. This victim listed in critical condition. According to Lieutenant Jace Quibido, quote, a vehicle had been struck by gunfire. Inside that vehicle, there were a total of five victims. All five victims had been struck by gunfire. And it doesn't make sense, man. And, 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 and I, I don't get that sometimes. If you're a news outlet and you get this quote from a person, and that quote doesn't make sense, Oh, maybe they're nervous, or I don't, I don't know. You're just gonna quote them and, and like like and not try to to uh, fix it. It just doesn't read right. A vehicle had been struck by gunfire inside the vehicle. There were a total of five victims. All five victims had been struck by gunfire, and all five victims. Also, according to Sergeant Matthew Benoit, the unidentified suspects are traveling near West Congress and University when they began shooting at the victims' vehicles while they were stopped in traffic at the intersection. Bro. Lafayette, not, not, not a major city. That happened here in Lafayette. Uh, question, why do they sell so much cocoa butter at, at festival? Don't know. Chris says, let the good times roll. My boy was. <laughs> he was. He was having him a fun time. At least, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, at least, like, um, you couldn't see anything. If you were passing by, you knew something may have been going on. Look, girl, I got some new Calvin Kleins. You want to see him up close? I got Calvin Klein on the waistband. Check out my new tattoo. I got Thug Life tatted on my chest. Maybe that's what was going on. Maybe he had a tattoo on his stomach. And maybe, I don't know, it was getting a little infected. The person sitting in the chair could have been a nurse. She could have been checking it out, putting a little salve on it. Who knows? Or something else could have been going on. That, if you're watching, there you see it, that. Happy festival. Also, if you live in Youngsville, dude, you can go and you can eat at the new fancy Waffle House and then stroll on down to Baskin Robbins. Looks like Baskin Robbins, all 31 flavors. They still use that. Can open up in Youngsville. Youngsville Mayor Ken Ritter said he met with Baskin Robbins franchise, franchisees Butch and Patricia Olmeyer and Lindsay and Jared Horn to discuss a Youngsville location last July, shortly after they purchased the Lafayette location. The Baskin-Robbins will occupy Suite 1 of a new 11,600-square-foot building located at 1911 Chemin Metairie and Sugar Mill Pond, which is going to be next to Poor and Villagers Cafe. Site work on the building expected to begin within the next four weeks. Youngsville, dude, the metropolis, coming up. Waffle House, though, you know, do you do you trust a clean, trouble-free Waffle House? You know, is it the same? Is it the same seasoning? Does the coffee taste the same at a fancy Waffle House? Do you have to go to like a gangster Waffle House to get that to get that seasoning and that that Waffle House taste? Maybe I'm gonna have to visit the Waffle House in in Youngsville and and see what it's like. 
Uh, we talked a little bit about this story last week. Department of Homeland Security arrests former STM teacher and investigating the teacher for more victims. School's got to do a better job at you know, background checks. You know, and maybe this guy slipped, slipped through the cracks. I told you last week, too, I, I went to a Catholic school. My kids did as well. I did a lot of volunteering at, at the school. I still help them out to this day. You know, even back when I was helping coaching, dude, you had to go get fingerprinted and you had to get background checked and you had to take these classes and all sorts of stuff. You know, like how was this guy able to teach at STM? Well, this is a story from KLFY, former teacher Jacob De La Paz, who left his employee, see, still not written right, dang, man, at St. Thomas More High School abruptly on Wednesday under a cloud of suspicion has been arrested. He was arrested in Youngsville. Authorities have confirmed to KLFY that De La Paz, age, th age 33, was arrested at approximately 6 p.m. Thursday by agents from the Department of Homeland Security. In a statement, Homeland Security Public Officers, Public Affairs Officers, Sarah Loisiano said the investigation is ongoing. Quote, special agents with Homeland Security Investigations, Lafayette, received information regarding a possible child exploitation event, which led to the arrest of Jacob De La Paz on April 27th on violation of a bunch of numbers, enticing a minor to produce child pornography, child sexual assault material, according to the statement. Uh, also, they went on to say he is currently in federal custody, and this is an ongoing investigation, and additional charges may be pending. We were unable to provide additional information at this time. HSI worked jointly with the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office, Vermillion Parish Sheriff's Office, and the Louisiana Bureau of Investigations during this investigation. Uh, we also mentioned last week that he, uh, he was also a teacher at North Vermillion. So I'm sure more information will be coming out uh, surrounding that, maybe after, you know, after more in this investigation is complete. But that was trending today. Question for you here inside the Power Hour. Oh, he says, get it right. It's Bougie House. <laughs> Waffle House, Bougie House. Angel, we went eat at the one in Youngsville, and it's actually good. That's awesome. Andre, morning sunshine, stinky celebrities. All I can think of is Johnny Depp and Brad Pitt. Yes, that is coming up. There is also someone else that the ladies like. Ladies like Jason Momoa, Correct. But the funny thing about Jason Momoa uh, is my wife, she says that ah, it looks like he stinks. And when I saw that story about celebrity stinking, that like that came to mind. You know, why would my wife want Jason Momoa when she got me? I mean, dude, I mean, come on, right? <laughs> why? She could have stinky me instead of stinky Jason Momoa. But is Jason Momoa on that list? That is going to be coming up in a matter of minutes. But I wanted to ask you this. Would you rather live in the country or rather live in the city? I'll, I'll take the country every day, all day. I, I live in Church Point. My studios are in Church Point. Coming to you live right now from Church Point. Again, you want to see me in the studio, go to our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. You can watch the show there every day from 8 until 9. Nikki says, love your shirt. Thank you. My shirt today is Double Deuce, established 1989. One of the best movies ever. Who wants to mess with Dalton? No one. 
Thought he'd be bigger. But I've been living in Church Point all my 47 years, dude. And I'll, I'll, I'll take it over the city. You know, I mean, we're centralized where I live, dude. I could go to Eunice in a matter of you know, 20 minutes. Opelousas in 20 minutes. Crowley in 20 minutes. Lafayette, you know, 25, 30 minutes. You know, very centralized location here. But this is from the Journal of Personality. People living in the country are no happier than people living in the city, according to this research. Even though the country offers space to roam, nature and clean air, these do not appear to affect how happy someone is. The scientists conclude that country folk are not more satisfied with their lives, nor do they experience more purpose in life compared to those in the city. Now, is it sometimes more convenient in the city? Yes. You know, you have everything a little bit closer than those who may live in the country do. Brent says, I live in the country, but if Maurice keeps growing, it won't be country forever. And it's true. Imagine those living around the Youngsville area. And, and I'm, not, I'm not hating on growth. That, that, that is a great thing. But, I mean, I, I think Brent has a point. You know, maybe, maybe you live in an area that's coming up. And it's going to be no more country. Going to be developed land, dude. I mean, you pass through, what, like Dusan, Mir, Indian Bayou, all those little areas, all those subdivisions starting to pop up. There's, there are, is there no more place to put a subdivision in Youngsville? Starting to, starting to grow from there, the Maurice area? Absolutely. But what would you take? Would you take living in the country or living in the city? Also this this morning. When was the last time you got embarrassed? People get embarrassed every day. I get embarrassed every day too. Why? What are some of the things that people get embarrassed about or they regret doing? And I think we've all been in a situation like this before. I, I don't know if, some, if, if I ever did this first thing that's on the list. Getting embarrassed when you secretly try to take a picture of someone when the flash on the phone is still on. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not going to work. And yes, that would, that would embarrass me. You, you're sitting there, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, you're at the mall or something. I don't know, whatever. You know, I, people still go to the mall. And you're sitting there, people watching in one of those massage chairs. You just popped in, I don't know what it is, a dollar now. Or maybe it's five bucks to get you a nice massage. And you're sitting there while mama's shopping. Because you, you don't want to walk the mall. And, and you're just, just watching everybody walk on by. See something funny, break out your phone. Like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a picture of this. Trying to hide it. then And then your flash goes off. Yes. Check. Embarrassing. What about this? Texting a friend about a certain other person before sending it to that person by mistake. Ever get in that situation? Because, dude, you know, group messages now, that, that'll happen. Now, luckily, you got to watch what you're texting, though. Hopefully, you don't text about someone that's in that group message, but y'all are in that, that other message. And then you thought you were going to text somebody directly, but no, you texted them in the group message. It happens. But if you have the iPhone now, you can take it back, right? 
You can you can delete it, but I think that's only if the other person has an iPhone. What about this one? Have you ever waited for a door to open automatically when it's not an automated door? <laughs> Oops. You got you to gotta pull on it. What do you have to do, pull or push? Either way, you're waiting for it to open. Like, oh, man, got to get into the store. Are they closed? You're looking at your watch, your phone, trying to look at business hours. You see someone come out the exit door, they push it. Oh, damn. Open it. And, and you get in, but three ways to get embarrassed. Every day, too. Every day. Just make sure your flash is not on when you're trying to sneak a picture of someone. Still got more headlines to get to this morning on the Power Hour, 822, Planet Radio 106.7. Might be, let's see, what, let's see what, what degree it is this morning. Got to get my radio on. 63 degrees. Planet Radio 106.7, 823, 63 degrees sunshine. So you, you used to have to do that back in the day on radio, you know, because the old consultant that was uh, looking over the station said you had to give time and temperature. You know, not realizing now, not, not that I'm saying you don't want the time, but dude, the time and temperature is everywhere. Back in the day, yes. Back in the day, we had a jam box. There was no time. There, there was no temperature on our jam box. You know, if you had an, an old school radio, which we all did in our vehicle, you know, way, way back in the day when you had to tune that sucker in, you know, you had to, you had to tune it or you, you had the push button. There was no time. There was no temperature. Right now, if you're driving, everything's in your vehicle, man. You knew it was 823 and 63 degrees before I even told you that it was. I should ask you to tell me if you're driving this morning. You could have got to it quicker than me. But still, some of those old radio consultants are like, you still got to do the time and temperature. Because <laughs> it's still 1976. <laughs> All right, so still coming up this morning. Going to talk a little bit about sports, a little bit. Uh, what did the Saints get on their draft? What was the grade given to them? Also, man, a sad story. Uh, this is starting the trend today. Uh it has to do with Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebacker Shaq Barrett. We'll talk about that coming up. Talk about Spirit Airlines trying to tape their wing back together on a plane. A little girl who loves bacon and chicken, but she doesn't want to eat nature. Did you see that video? That one's kind of going viral. And celebrities who look like they smell bad. Think about a couple. Uh, let's see if I can scroll back up to some of the comments. Andre commented, she said that, let's see, who did she say? And we got a lot of comments this morning. Thanks for that. Oh, Johnny Depp and Brad Pitt are two that she says she, she would think that they would sting. So all that and more coming up. It is the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7.
So here we go. We are back with the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Also listen to theplanet.com. You can also stream there, listen to theplanet.com. Also, you can download the app, the App Store, uh, Google Play. Search for Listen to the Planet. And that's where, uh, hang on, I got all kind of dumb stuff popping up on my screen. Hang on, let me let me get rid of this. Uh, so you can download the app, App Store, Google Play. Then I got CJ trying to call me on my phone like, like he's not trying to do a radio show and I'm not trying to do a radio show. Which, by the way, CJ's now on our sister station, Big 102.1. But it, I, I, I'm like, I wanted to text him, dude, I am, I am on the radio. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm on the radio, dude. You are too. Why are you calling me? You need the time and temperature? It is 829. You know, it's 63 degrees. He's probably doing time and temperature. But, you know, this story, man, I know we like to have fun on the power hour. And I saw that this story starting to trend. And I, I kind of got the goosebumps a little bit whenever I was, I was reading it. And, you know, prayers going out to this family. But the daughter of Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebacker Shaq Barrett drowns in their pool. His two-year-old daughter passed away yesterday. Officers responding to a call that a child had fallen into a pool were sent to Barrett's home in the Beach Park neighborhood in South Tampa shortly before 9.30 a.m. yesterday morning. Araya, that's his child's name, his youngest child, was taken to a hospital and later pronounced dead. According to police, the investigation is ongoing. They also say it's not believed to be suspicious in nature at this time, purely accidental and a tragic incident. Shaq Barrett and his wife, Jordana, have three other children. Also, um, you know, a statement released, today's tragic news is heartbreaking for all members of the Buccaneers family, our thoughts and prayers are with Shaq, Jordana, and the entire Barrett family during this unimaginably difficult time. And that was a statement released by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, sad, um, sad story that was starting to go viral today. In other football news, what did you think about the Saints draft? What did you think about your favorite NFL team's draft? Do you like the Cowboys? What do you think about the Cowboys? Uh, you know, maybe you like the Texans, maybe you like the Patriots. NFL.com, one of their top analysts who graded all of the teams, gave the Saints a B-plus overall. They got a B-minus on day one and A-minus on day two. And then they got an A on day three. I thought the Saints did pretty good in the draft. Brian Breesey, the Clemson defensive tackle, the guy we took first. Some people are, are, are questioning him because of his injuries. The guy's uh, a great player, and hopefully he can just stay healthy. Also, Saints took Notre Dame defensive end Isaiah Foskey, TCE running back Kendra Miller, Old Dominion offensive tackle Nick Saldaveri, Fresno State quarterback Jake Hayner, Minnesota safety Jordan Howden, and Wake Forest wide receiver A.T. Perry. I, I like that quarterback pick, Jake Hayner. 
Derek Carr also comes from Fresno State. And the two are familiar with each other. And Jake says that he is very excited to be working with Derek Carr. And there was a picture. I'm not sure if you saw it floating around. It was a picture of Jake Hayner when he was a kid. He was probably, I don't know, maybe five years old. And he had had a Reggie Bush jersey on. So how cool is that? And he's playing for the Saints. You know, then Brian Breesey, he seems like he's a character guy. Um, You know, there was a lot surrounding his sister. Uh, If you watch the draft, you saw the signs. Ella Strong, she passed away. Um, There was a lot of talk about it during the college football season. But I hope he can stay healthy because it seems like he is a, um, I don't know, a very... What's the right word I'm looking for? I don't want to call him a dog, you know, because, but he, I mean, he looks like he is a, a very uh, intense player. But I'm, I'm ready for some football, man. I, I am. It's May. Well, we got June, July. We got what? Uh, the summer coming up. And then August. What is it normally? Like the first or second weekend in August, we'll start seeing some preseason games. If you like college football, you know, you had the Vermilion White, you know, Purple Yellow, you know, all the spring games that had been happening. But I'm ready for football to come back. XFL and USFL, not really doing it for me. I don't know about you. I don't really have time to watch it, but not really doing it for me. Let's get to this. Celebrities who look like they smell bad. It's not me. I, I did not make this list. Told you earlier, maybe you're just tuning in to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7, 834, 63 degrees. Told you that my wife, you know, she, she feels that Jason Momoa looks like he stinks, while other ladies like Jason Momoa. You know, but why would my wife like Jason Momoa when she got me? I'm just saying. Do I look like I stink? I think think I'm okay. But let's get to this list here. Who do you you think is on it? The first person on here, I'm like, "Eh, okay, I, I, I guess. But Mickey Rourke, is he even relevant anymore? Or am I just missing out on Mickey Rourke? I did a video a while back. I was talking about Danny DeVito being the guy for Jersey Mike's, and I turned that into a reel. And, dude, some people got mad at me for saying, why did Jersey Mike's get Danny DeVito? You know, not everybody saw twins. Why did they get him to be their spokesperson? And some people got mad at me. They were commenting, which I was like, thanks for the engagement. I got more views on the reel. Uh, they're like, have you not watched? Uh, I don't know what's the, and I haven't, but he's part of some kind of new new series, and, and he lives around you know New Jersey, and that's why they got him. But dude, what does Danny DeVito have to do with Jersey Mike's around here? It doesn't. We got old time grocery, dude. Who needs Jersey Mike's? Uh, number two, I have no idea who this person is. Cara Della Della Vigne, Cara Della Cara Della Vigne. Who is that? 
No, she's a model. Let's see. I mean, she kind of has a weird look, though. But some of these, some of these models have a weird look. Hang on, watch. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll pull it up, put it on the screen. If you don't know who she is, if you're like me and you're not sure who she is, dude. Now my keyboard doesn't want to work. What is going on? There we go. I'm sorry, my, my producer's slacking today. Again, I'm going to have a talk with myself later, uh, later on. So watch, if you're watching this morning, here she is. This is her. Does it look like she stinks? I mean, not, not really, but she, I don't know. She has that look, though. Like that, that look, like quite maybe <laughs> she stinks. Number three, hate to say it because I like the dude and I know he's going through some things. And, and I think the media is kind of portraying him in a different light. Bam Margera, number three. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it would be Stetson when you're sitting next to Bam Margera. Number four. Number four. I, I thought number four may have been number one. Because my guy, Post Malone, looks like he, he got a little sent to him. Now, I like Post Malone. I'm not making fun of Post Malone. I, I dig Post Malone. I like his music. If you like Post Malone, maybe, maybe you like country. Um, he did this cover of Brad Paisley's I'm Gonna Miss Her. And it was absolutely amazing. Post Malone is more of a musician than people give him credit for. You may agree with me on that, maybe not. But if you're inside the power hour, we got to agree to disagree. But go look at some other things, some other songs that Post Malone did other than some of his, quote-unquote, you know, pop or, or hip-hop hits. But, yeah, I would have to say Post Malone. That, that would be in the top three for me. Number five, Jared Leto. Is Jared Leto still a thing? I know back in the day he was. Number six, Shia LaBeouf. Number seven, Kid Rock. You know, I'm, I'm going to come to bat for Kid Rock here. Because I met him back in the day. I met him at one of his shows when he played at the Cajun Dome. And where I was working for Planet Radio at the time, and we were able to go backstage to meet him, thanks to uh, uh, the guy from his record label. And I remember the guy was like, hey, you want to go uh, meet Bob? And I think I was with, with uh, Rog the Whipping Boy. And... My wife was, was with us, and I, th I think Raj's girlfriend, maybe. I don't know who it was. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, let's go meet Bob. And we're like, dude, who, who, who we're going meet? Thought it might have been maybe a, a, a new head person for a new band that was coming up. And then so we get backstage, and you know, we're waiting for him. Which, by the way, backstage is nothing like what you see uh, at the movies. If you ever have like a VIP pass or a, a backstage pass, you're not going to get to go where you want. If you get to meet a, a person, a band, they're going to be sitting at this table. You won't be able to, you won't be able to talk to them. Probably can't look at them in the eyes. You're not going to sign anything. You know, you walk through the table. There's a sign. Don't look at me in the eyes while you're passing. You know, fist bump. We're not going to shake hands. Very weird backstage. But then uh, our our record guy was like, "Oh, there we go. Bob's coming." And then here comes Kid Rock. I'm like, "Oh crap, dude. His name is Bob. His name is Bob Ritchie." 
and dude was straight out the shower. His hair was still wet. He had like those old, those old uh, Western shirts with the pearl buttons like people wore back in the day. It wasn't even button. He had like some Adidas pants and he had some flip-flops on. Just kind of like, you know, walk, hey, what's up? And just I, I, like a real down-to-earth dude. I, I mean, we shared a Bud Light. We, we, we didn't at the time, but that was probably like 2001, 2002 maybe. He, he was drinking Bud Light then. But Kid Rock, I mean, well, look, when I got close to him, he smelled pretty good because he came, he was right out the shower, smelling the suave. Number eight, uh, I got close to this person too. She smelled pretty good, but th- that was back when she first came out. Kesha. Remember she had the song TikTok? I, I met her at this radio thing in New York. That was like in 2010. And I hate name dropping like that, dude. I, like, I, I really do. But, yeah, I mean, look, if, if I'm, I'm going to be fair and balanced. When I met her, she was close to me. We hugged. We took a picture. I was actually on this radio industry magazine, uh, Kesha and I. She smelled pretty good. Nowadays, it looks like, you know, maybe she needs to wash under those armpits. Number nine, Marilyn Manson. Okay, I, I'll go with that one. Number 10, uh, eh, I, I would want to find out. Number 10 is Megan Fox. Number 11 is Grimes. Dude, you got a name Grimes. I mean, people will think that you stink. Who, who is Grimes? Grimes? Grimes is a Canadian musician. Yeah, dude, it looks like, it looks like she could use a little soap. Number 12, Madonna. Okay. Number 13, Charlie Sheen. Eh, Charlie Sheen's not too bad, huh? Number 14, Lindsay Lohan. Kind of like, kind of like Kesha, like old Lindsay, no. New Lindsay, yes. And number 15, I have to agree with, agree with this. And this was one of the ones that uh, Andre commented. Johnny Depp. Looks like he stinks. Probably takes a bath. I'm guessing Johnny Depp probably takes a bath due to shower maybe once every two weeks. Maybe every three. Probably doesn't wear any deodorant. Jenny says, I saw a meme with Post Malone on it, and it said he looked like the 1% of germs that Lysol didn't kill. Uh, Amy says, Matthew McConaughey. Okay, Matthew McConaughey could be on this list. Uh, Brent says, Joe Biden made, <laughs> better made the list. No, dude, he didn't. We didn't see old Joe. But that was only the top 15. Uh, Meredith says, a wedding reception in BR that you provided tunes for, though, with the hearts. Dude, I played this badass wedding reception on Saturday night, by the way. Oh, you're listening to the Power Hour on the Planet, 843, 63 degrees. Um, but yeah, it was a, a great wedding reception at City Club in, in Baton Rouge. I mean, I've, I've, in all my years, I've been DJing since, since I was in high school in the 90s. Uh, in all my years of DJing, was never part of like this banger uh, wedding reception like this. They, they, they spent some money. 
And they did it in style, dude. Everything from the drinks to the food. I mean, to the entertainment. I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh, I mean, they had they had sound and lights. I mean, they had everything. I just had to show up with my little controller, mixer, and my computer. But it was it was awesome. If you go to my Chris Logan Facebook page, you can see a video that the event coordinator did. It was very, very cool. Um, also, Spirit going viral today. What would you do if you were on a flight and you were about ready for takeoff and you see a, a worker break out some tape? Well, it looks like duct tape, but it, it looks more like that uh, aluminum tape that maybe uh, HVAC people use, you know, put around different things, uh, you know, to, to keep leaks from happening you know, or, uh, or to keep it airtight sealed. If you're an HVAC person, I'm sorry. I don't know exactly what it is, but I think you understand. But this video is going viral. There's a Spirit Airlines worker. He's passing him a couple, a couple strips, strips of tape on the wing. But people are freaking out on TikTok, of course, because that's where the video came from. Seems like it's this elderly lady that travels a lot. And she's not too fond of Spirit Airlines. Well, dude, you shouldn't have got the $89 deal. You should have paid another airline. You can't move up a little bit. But apparently, this is a common thing that all airlines do. It's called speed tape. And the speed tape is made of heavy-duty aluminum. The FFA says it is used for temporary minor repairs. Okay, I get it, but still. I, and I'm not the seasoned traveler. I told you that before. I only flew a handful of times. But I start seeing people putting this aluminum tape on the wing, dude. I, I'd have my hand up. Yes, sir. Can I get off the plane? Why, sir? Because that dude's putting some aluminum tape on the wing, about six foot of it. Looks like he was trying to keep it from, from falling apart. You can't do anything when you're at 30,000 feet. But this, uh, it's on TikTok. I, I'm not going to pull it up. I could pull it up, but I'm, I'm not going to. I don't think we have time to watch it this morning, but you, you may have seen it. Uh, it's one of the things that's going viral. Uh, kind of just like this. If you're watching this morning, kind of like this photo here from Festival, where this couple was having a grand old time against the, the hedge wall. But it's called Speed Tape. A spokesman for Spirit said they confirmed with engineers that it was Speed Tape. And an aviation expert told the Associated Press that it is commonly used to temporarily seal a gap. So it's not a big deal. It's also used on race cars. I mean, dude, they use it on race cars. Dale Earnhardt Jr. uses it. Why not use it on spirit? But here's the difference, though. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is just driving around the racetrack. I mean, at, at what, six, 700 miles per hour or whatever they do on the racetrack? You got a plane full of people. It's going 30,000 plus feet in the sky. There's a little difference there, but it's okay. If Dale Earnhardt Jr. uses it, well, by golly, you can put it on my plane. What else we got this morning here on the Power Hour? Oh, we also got this. It is a video of this little girl. I wanted to show you this video. 
And I guess she's going back and forth whether she wants to eat nature or not because she likes chicken and bacon, but then, but she doesn't want to eat nature. I'll pull up this video. I, I saw it on TikTok. This is from Rumble. Here, watch. Check it out. to hear why you're upset. Tell us. Because, like, other animals than chickens and cow and pigs and, and other animals that can kill through food, I don't like that because I like nature. And good. Because nature is beautiful and animals are part of nature. Clara, <laughs> I will never make you eat an animal. Okay, but I love bacon and chicken, so I can't decide if to never eat them again or eat them. Claire, you have to decide right now. You're only five and three quarters. So you can See, decide. she's not making her decide at the, age, the young age of what is it looks like four or five. She's giving her the option. Say, hey. You don't have to make a decision whether you want to be a vegetarian right now or not. Just let it happen. But I agree with you, little girl. Chicken and bacon is good. On a daily basis. That's okay. Every day, you just, every meal you decide, okay? And mama and daddy will support that, okay? I love the hesitation there. Okay. I never want to be. Hey, why don't you explain to her that it is nature? Yeah, she don't have to eat meat if she wants, but. It's kill or be killed, man. And, and it's dog eat dog, little girl. Come on now. Okay. So it's like she doesn't want to eat it, but then she goes back. Look, she takes a little bite of the chicken. Fruits, but no animals. But I love chicken and I love bacon. That video going viral today, too. And you know, we got to have us a nice dumb criminal story. We got one every day. This is kind of this is a, a, what we call an uh-uh story. Maybe you're new to the Power Hour. What is an uh-uh story? Well, an uh-uh story is a story that I read or the headline that I read. Because sometimes, and again, this is a warning. I don't read the full stories every morning. I like to give you a real reaction. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't. Sometimes I think it's going to be a good story. And it turns out being a bummer. Because I don't read it all. I'm like, okay, let me not read all this, and uh, I'll do it on the show. But headline is, man arrested after $3 million worth of drugs are shipped to a restaurant. Let me show you this mugshot, because he looks, he looks surprised. Like, oh, damn, dude, they got me. Like, huh? Dang, they got me? It was it was real? It happened in Maine. Employees of a Maine restaurant got a surprise when they opened a large wooden crate that they thought was a shipment of mugs that they recently ordered. Oh, dude, imagine that surprise. You know, when you order something, you get you get excited when it comes in. You get that new pair of shoes. I don't know, you get uh, those new cutting knives, whatever it is, dude. You, I mean, you get a new shirt, waiting for it to come in. When it comes in, we, we get excited. So these employees at this restaurant thought 
that their mugs came in. Maybe they got some new fancy mugs. Oh, dude, our mugs came in. Yes, we can use them tonight for dinner service. Instead, though, inside the crate, they found a plastic tote that contained what law enforcement suspect is 31 pounds of the powerful synthetic opioid fentanyl with an estimated street value of $3 million. That's according to Auburn Police Deputy Chief Timothy Kugel. The tote had a shipping label with the restaurant's address by the name of someone who didn't work there. Dude was trying to pull one over and look at him in his mugshot. So I, I guess he thought he was slick. Employees who opened it saw what they thought looked like drugs, so they contacted police. The crate from Arizona that arrived in the, in the main town about 30 miles north of Portland was taken to the police department where a chemical field examination confirmed that it was fentanyl. Uh, about an hour later, the man whose name was on the shipment showed up looking for the crate, and he was arrested. His name, 41-year-old Jeremy Mercier. You can see him on the screen. He was charged with drug offenses and for violating bail conditions. He is being held in a county jail without bail. It cannot be determined if he had an attorney. Mr. Mercier previously spent time behind bars on a 2007 federal drug conviction. The investigation is ongoing. Mike Peters, co-owners of or co-owner of Max Grill, where the shipment showed up, said that he's glad the drugs did not make it to the streets. Yep. He says, quote, the instances of overdose in our and surrounding communities is awful. And fentanyl seems to be front and center when it comes to the fatalities. He says, quote, it's very sad. But dude, was this guy trying to be slick? And how, how am I going to get that dope? I know. I'll send it to my local restaurant, put my name on it. That way, when they open up the crate and then they see the plastic tote with $3 million worth of fentanyl and my name on it, they're going to call me to come get it. Yeah, that'll work. So that'll do it. We're done for today. The power hour coming to an end. That'll work. We do this each and every Monday through Friday, 8 until 9. Power hour all is all about what's trending, what's happening, daily headlines, stories. And remember, you can watch along on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. You can see the live stream. You can comment from time to time. I will mention some of those comments. Uh, so just be aware of that if you do comment on our Power Hour video. But more 90s and 2000s rock is set to come your way. Going to hear from Bush. Also going to get to Lincoln Park. Going to do Somewhere I Belong. I had a message to get to that one on Friday. And, dude, I'm sorry. I totally missed it on Friday. But we do have Lincoln Park, Somewhere I Belong coming up. Got some Nirvana. Also going to do Dashboard Confessional. That is a Remember This One, Radiohead, STP coming up next hour, and more. 
Planet Radio 106.7.